This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, January 8th, 2017. New beginnings, looking through the light. Well, good morning, Connection Church. How's everybody doing on this snowy, cold morning? Yeah, all right. Well, you all made it here safe. Praise God for that. So my name is Lori Brown. I'm the pastor of spiritual formation here at Connection and a sinner who has been saved by God's grace. Would you pray with me, please? Holy God, we thank you for today. We thank you for this glorious, awesome, wonderful day that you have put before us. Help us use it wisely, Lord. Thank you that the first choice we made today, or one of the choices, was to come here and be in your presence through the worship, fellowship, message, and everything that you have for us. Lord, um, have us settle down and focus on you and your word for us today. You have a message, something you want to speak to each and every one of us. Open our ears so that we can hear it. Open our eyes so that we can see it. Um, keep all the distractions away. And we just give you all the praise and all the honor, all the glory for everything you are doing in our midst, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So today we can continue our New Beginnings series here at Connection, and we are encouraging everyone to read through the Bible in a year. Out at guest services, there's a sheet of the January readings, both from the Old Testament and the New Testament, and you can pick that up out there. If you have a smartphone, um, you can also download the U version. It's Y-O-U version Bible app. That information is on the handout too. And it's the Life Journal Reading Plan. If you're not currently in the habit of reading the Bible and maybe reading, the, you know, reading through the Bible seems a little overwhelming, no worries. We encourage you to pick one chapter a day. And I would recommend um, do the New Testament reading. Just, it's one chapter a day. And when I say a chapter, it's not like a chapter in a book. It might take five minutes to read one chapter in the New Testament a day. So we want to encourage you to do that this month and throughout the year. So our preaching series will focus on each Sunday will come from the, the following, so this week's readings, that's what we're going to be looking at today from the book of Luke, Luke chapter 11, which will be the reading on this coming Wednesday. So let's get started. I'm going to go through the scripture again, even though we heard it on the bump, can't um, hear it too much. So Jesus is speaking and he says, no one lights a lamp and puts it in a place where it will be hidden or under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand so that those who come in may see the light. Your eyes are the lamp of your body. When your eyes are healthy, your whole body is also full of light. But when they are unhealthy, your body is full of darkness. See to it, then, that the light within you is not darkness. Therefore, if your whole body is full of light and no part of it dark, 
it will be just as full of light as when a lamp shines its light on you. So I'll never forget the moment I saw my dad for the first time after he had received Jesus in his heart. He had come to visit Dave and I, and he was staying at our house for a few days. He arrived that night after I had gone to bed, so I didn't get to see him until the next morning while I was getting ready for work. I come downstairs, and he was in the kitchen. He was making breakfast, and immediately, I think even before he said a word, I noticed something different about him. He had a glow to him that I had not seen before. In our brief 10 minutes together, I could see the light of God shining out through him in his mannerisms and the things he said. It was like he was lit up. It was like someone turned on this like power source within him to live differently, and that's what was happening. Now later, I heard the story of how he had come to believe and received Jesus into his heart. The point is, is the light within him was shining outward for me to see, even in that 10-minute time. This is how it's supposed to be with us as well. When we receive Jesus in our hearts as Lord and Savior, metaphorically speaking, our lamps from within become lit by the Holy Spirit who begins to reside within us, and the light of God is now like turned on so that those who come in contact with us will see the light shining through us. A question for all of us to consider right now in the beginning is, have our lamps been lit from within? Have we invited Jesus into our hearts? When people look at us, do they see the light of God beaming out through us in our mannerisms, in our presence, the things we say or don't say, the things we do or don't do? Are we allowing the light from within to shine to those we meet? Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are healthy, your whole body is full of light. But when they are unhealthy, your body is also full of darkness. So the way we see the world and other people lets us know if our eyes are healthy or unhealthy. If we're looking through the lens of light or darkness, we live in a world that is full of contrast, light and darkness, good and evil, love and hate, generosity and stinginess, forgiveness and choosing to hold grudges. Our eyes are the lamps of our body. Say that with me. Our eyes are the lamps of our bodies. What we see lets us know how we're viewing the world, our circumstances, and other people. There are essentially two ways to view life. We can view them for, through a colorful, light-filtered lens or a dark-filtered lens with all those various shades of light and darkness in between. 
The light-filtered lens is the view of life that filters our thinking through the light of Christ. A dark-filtered lens is one that is devoid of Christ, a lens that has a worldly, materialistic view. As believers in Christ, we have a choice every day. Every day we have a choice which lens we're going to look through, the light of Christ or not. And the one we choose determines if we are full of light or full of darkness. For instance, when we look at another person that might be different than ourselves, do we look at them in a judgmental, negative way, or do we look at them through the eyes of Christ with love and compassion? When we have judgmental, negative thoughts and attitudes about someone else, whenever we have that, judgmental, negative thoughts and attitudes about someone else, we're viewing them through a dark lens that is lacking Christ. Jesus told us in Luke 6, which was from this past Friday's reading, he told us to love our enemies, to not judge others, to not condemn them, but instead to forgive and to give, that we're to have a forgiving and giving spirit. Doing these things, for us to actually do these things, requires that we view others through the lens of love and compassion through the light of Christ. So when someone offends us, here's a question. When somebody offends us by the things they say or don't say or do or don't do, will we take offense? Do we take offense? Will we nurture a resentment, which if left unchecked can turn to bitterness of heart? When we do these things, we're looking through which lens? The dark colored lens. On the other hand, in the same situation, if someone offends us and we choose to be generous and forgiving towards them, giving them the benefit of the doubt in the situation, we're viewing them through the lens of Christ. So earlier this week, on Wednesday, my son had surgery on his right lung. He did just fine, by the way, but you can pray for him for his recovery. Um, but the week before, I read a magazine story about a 21-year-old boy who died of an aggressive cancer. Well, that story hit me a little too close to home, knowing my son was going to have surgery the following week. My son is 22 years old, and fear entered my spirit, and I started to view his upcoming surgery through the lens of fear. Well, I'll tell you, that's pretty scary when we view things and situations in our life through the lens of fear. Now, before reading that story, I was at peace. When I looked at his surgery through the lens of fear, I was seeing it through a lens that was devoid of Christ in my life and in his. After I recognized what I was doing, that I was scaring myself, worrying for no reason. After I recognized that, I chose to focus back on Christ, and on the day of his surgery, I was in peace. I was at peace. Because I know that God 
loves me. I know that God loves him. And so our eye is the lamp of our body. Jesus continues and he says, see to it then that the light within you is not darkness. Now that's a strange line to read at first. See to it then that the light within you is not darkness. We must be careful because many times I and we can become blinded by the darkness within us. We can fool ourselves into thinking that we are in the light when in fact we are not. When we view a situation or people through dark tinted lenses, it doesn't even matter if it's just a little shade of dark tint, our vision becomes subject to distortion. We can't see as clearly because of the darkness. The darkness can even make things look good. Have you ever noticed that? For example, when Dave and I have company over, we usually use the soft lights and we turn those on, kind of like the soft lights in here. These are the lights that give a warm feeling to our home. They're also good for concealing things that we don't want other people to see. You know, they conceal the nicks in the furniture, the dust on the floor, the stains on the carpet and the walls. Um, although it's kind of hard to conceal the hole in our ceiling in our kitchen, but it does a good job concealing most of other things. So the soft lights, they conceal most of the dirt. But if we turn the bright lights on, on an, or open the blinds on a nice sunny day, our home suddenly does not look as nice. You know, those bright lights, they make all the stains just pop, the nicks on the furniture, and everything become visible. Does anyone else have a home like that? Are we the only ones? <laughs> Using this analogy, though, in our own lives means that we need to get regular vision checks. We need to turn on the bright lights of our lives, the bright light of Christ, to help us see the darkness that is being concealed in our lives. So a couple months ago, I was being tormented by some reoccurring thoughts in my head. Has anybody been tormented by thoughts in their head before? Okay, I just want to know I'm not alone. Now, when I have thoughts that torment me in my head, they usually generate fear, anxiety, and worry. And in this situation, that was, that's what was happening. I was having fear, anxiety, worry in a certain area of my life. At that time, I honestly did not believe I was viewing my situation through a dark lens. Because I had justified and rationalized that my view was correct. I mean, isn't that the way it is? Isn't our view of life correct? Um, mine is from time to time. But however, it was not. My assessment was causing me, this is how you, to withdraw from people who love me. It was causing me to protect myself, put a little protective bubble around me, isolate myself from others instead of dealing directly with what was going on in my life. My heart was becoming hard, and the enemy had infiltrated my head slowly over time by giving me negative thoughts about things that were said to me by others. 
You know how somebody might say something and then you're like, oh, they hate me, da-da-da, and you just, your little mind just gets rolling? Um, it was not until I confessed what was going on to me with some people in my life that God was then able to shine the light into the dark thoughts within me that my heart began to heal. You know, I heard words from two different people. One of them was from uh, my small group accountability partner, and another was from a mentor friend of mine who said to me, oh, that's just the enemy in your head. I mean, I had to hear it more than once to start to, maybe you're right, maybe that is the enemy in my head. Now, this all started because I became offended and hurt by something one person said and another person did. When I didn't deal with the offense properly, it turned into a resentment and then into bitterness of heart. Offense left unchecked is, can be a vicious, downward, dark spiral. So here's an important question. Do we see how we could view situations and people from a perspective that is devoid of Christ and not realize we're looking through a dark colored lens? Can you guys see that? Give me a, like a nod of the head or let me know you're following. All right. Okay. Good, good, good. Just want to make sure I'm not the only one. Um, so, and I'd like to assert that we probably do this more often than we're aware of. Jesus says, see to it then that the light within you is not darkness. You know, one of the ways we do that is we, we need to get regular vision checks. We need to notice what lens we're looking through when we view the circumstances and people in our lives. Literally ask ourselves, am I viewing this situation, circumstance, or person through the light of Christ or through a dark lens that is void of Christ? They each give us a totally different perspective and view. A lens tainted with darkness will always deceive us. Now, I also want to say in that situation, when God healed my heart, it was amazing how my view changed. It was like the sun came out, and all of a sudden, I loved everybody. It's like, I love you people, you know? I just love you. And I just... So that's the view of Christ, when I have love and compassion. Now, if we have a view that is tainted with darkness, we need to find some lens cleaner to kind of wipe it away. And the best way to clean our vision, one of the best ways, is to read the Bible. This gives us an injection of truth and light into our lives on a regular basis. Just imagine for a moment if we all took on this Bible challenge, whether we read through the whole Bible or just one chapter a day, just imagine at the end of 2017 how much clearer how much improved all of our eyesight would be when it's filtered through the light of Christ, when it's filtered through God's word. Another great thing is to have gratitude in our hearts. Gratitude is one that immediately lifts us out of our situation. Think of like five things that you're grateful for. Make a little gratitude list when you notice you have a dark view to pick you up. Another thing is to find some praise and worship songs. 
you know, again, songs, things that bring you up. What are, what are some of your favorite songs? Play them on the radio. Play them on your iPhone or your smartphone or computer or car, whatever. You know, when I get anxious, I play this song called Sparrows by Jason Gray. It reminds me to look at the sparrows, birds, who God's, God takes care of every day. It reminds me not to worry my life away. And I can get, have fun with that song. Like, you know, anyway, you don't want to see me dance to that song because I'm like, ah! You know, it says, don't freak out. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to freak out. Um, but it's a lot of, it, it helps me. So it's okay to do that. Play praise tunes. Um, it helps me get back centered. And remember, God is in control. God is at the center of my life. God has his hands around the entire world, and I don't have to worry about it. Jesus continues, Therefore, if your whole body is full of light and no part of it dark, it will be just as full of light as when a lamp shines its light on you. Now, as we continue with the next couple of verses in Luke, I want you all to pay attention to which lens the Pharisee in this next section of Scripture is viewing Jesus. Pharisees were a Jewish sect that were strictly followed the traditions and the written law of Moses. So here we go. When Jesus had finished speaking these words, a Pharisee invited him to eat with him, so he went in and reclined at the table. But the Pharisee was surprised when he noticed that Jesus did not first wash before the meal, which was one of the traditions of the elders. So what did the Pharisee immediately start doing when he noticed that Jesus did not wash before the meal? The Pharisee started to judge Jesus. The Pharisee was using a dark-colored lens that was devoid of God. The Pharisee was blinded by his own self-righteousness. The Pharisee believed, he honestly believed, like I believed, he believed he was viewing it correctly. He did not recognize his dark-colored lens. You know, when we walk around with a dark-colored lens all the time, everything looks normal. Jesus said earlier, make sure the light within us is not darkness, so that when a light is shown on you, it will be just as light. So we continue with this passage where Jesus says, Then the Lord said to him, Now then, you Pharisees, clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and wickedness. See, Jesus is shining the light on his life, and they're saying, you're full of greed and wickedness. He's seen the darkness within. You foolish people, do not, did not the one who made the outside make the inside also? But now, as for what is inside you, be generous to the poor, and everything will be clean for you. So Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus shines the light of God on them, and sees the darkness within, the greed, the wickedness. And Jesus, however, he does not only 
Jesus does not only reveal the darkness, but he also lets them know what to do about it. So he lets them know what to do about it. Jesus tells them, be generous to the poor and everything will be clean for you, meaning the darkness will be gone. Jesus spotted it. Be generous and poor. The next time I shine the light on you, it's going to be light. So as God in the flesh, Jesus is the one who can properly shine the light to see what is inside us. When Jesus shines the light on us, what will he see? And what will he tell us to do about it? That would be a good question for us to ask Jesus on a regular basis. You know, just God, shine your light on me. What in me needs to be removed? Where's the darkness? Our part is to recognize the darkness within and to want God to remove it. God will not remove anything that we don't want him to remove. We need God's help. We can't remove the darkness by ourselves. A year and a half ago in my journal, I wrote down four things I wanted God to remove from me. Jealousy, pride, self-reliance, and having a judgmental spirit. Since that time, I can honestly say I've had victory over these things. Today, they don't have the hold on me that they had back then. And as a result, my eyesight has gotten better. Yes, amen. We have a choice every day which lens we're going to use. Every day, we have a choice to look through the colorful, light lens of Christ or to be blinded by a lens that is dark and devoid of Christ. Let us not be deceived by the darkness. A couple of months ago, I heard a speaker comment on just how powerful the devil's schemes are. Think about this. The devil was able to convince one-third of the angels in heaven to fall out of God's eternal presence. The devil was sly enough to convince Adam and Eve to eat the forbidden fruit, which brought them out of God's presence. The devil is certainly conniving enough to make us think we're looking through light-colored glasses when we are not. We need to be on guard and inventory how we're looking at other people and situations in our lives and also pay attention to the things that are coming out of our mouths, out of our hearts, by our actions, the things we're doing, we're not doing. That's the real test. It's pretty simple. If we have anger, lust, resentment, jealousy, pride, if we're being tormented by our thoughts, we know we've got a dark-colored filter somewhere that we're looking through. I don't know what those things are for you, but let's ask Jesus to shine a light on us and help us identify and remove them. God wants us to walk in the light. And just imagine if, like, next year, whatever shade we're, of, we're wearing, you know, like, next, we just see everything through the brilliant colors of God. And when we look at people and situations, it just, 
is so uplifting. I'll never forget after my heart was healed how much love I had for the people in my heart. And not just in that situation, but for other people who I didn't even have any offense with. Every time I go to my mom's now who has Alzheimer's, I love her so much. She's, she can't speak, but she's beautiful. And I just let her know, Mom, I love you. She's just so adorable. So I don't know, like I said, what those things are for you, but ask God. God wants us to walk in the light. And the way we do that is have regular vision checks to make sure we're viewing our families, our lives, our circumstances, workplaces, communities through the light of Christ. The question for us is what lens will we use this week? What lens are we going to use this is the good news. Let's live it, let's believe it, and let's pray. Holy God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Lord, we pray that you would give each one of us a vision check. Reveal those places within us that has a tint of darkness. Lord, um, we also lift up all the situations and circumstances that are in people's lives. Improve our sight. Intervene where intervention is needed. Have us forgive where forgiveness is needed. Lord, pour out healing of our minds, our bodies, our souls, our spirits. If anyone here does not have the light of Christ within them, have not received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, just pray that this week, they would take another step closer and maybe even today say, Lord, I want you in my life. Come into my life. I need you, Lord. We need you. So we just thank you, and we give you all the praise and all the glory as we go out and look through the light-filtered lens of your eyes. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus in the life.